0: you
1: ready to rock boys and girls behold it's the single greatest thing on earth
0: are you listening
1: to me it's the greg pogue and john burton show brought to you by the omni nashville hotel
2: Good morning to you. How you doing? Oh, I was a good start, a good day for you. Beautiful, beautiful day, actually. It's going to be nice. It's going to be pleasant uh, the next few days. Uh, I think we're going to get rain on Christmas Day. Pat yeah, Cook, but it's going to be like in the mid-60s. Yeah. <laughs> so, John yeah. Burton, Greg Polk, uh, Pat and Cook, Strikers Fair Family Fun Center Studio. Fellows, good morning. Morning, how we doing? Hey, man, last day for a while. Yeah. yeah no radio tomorrow, right. and uh, we won't be back until Tuesday.
3: Right, right, right.
2: So, right. Uh, right only thing I've got in the middle of that is uh university showcase Saturday morning. And then I'm, I don't have anything else for about four days, you know, sort of makes up for me. You know what I got to do at noon today? TSU ESPN plus television, the TSU lady Raiders against the UT Southern fire lady firehawks.
4: Oh, okay. So you're
2: going you to, act- you can throw out the record books, you know, because so actually- I have no idea what the records right.
4: are. <laughs> so you're <gonna> actually <laughs> going to have to put on like a pair of slacks and like a collared shirt. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, you know, you like to rock your shorts. Well, I
2: understand. That. Yeah, but I mean, they they only like on tele, they only show you right. from the you know. That's why I miss sitting head.
4: at the desk, especially on weekends. Man. You know. I may or may not have been you know, all the way suited up during those
0: days. Well, you don't have to be, right? right. Just well,
2: whatever people see.
4: Right? Yeah,
0: exactly. You
2: do th- I know that Bree wears tennis shoes a lot, right? Mm. I mean, she's uh, – because yeah. that side shot there, mm-hmm. I don't know why I'm paying attention to that. But anyway, Pat, how you doing, man?
5: Doing good. Uh, like you, Greg, had um, matinee basketball yeah. yesterday at Lipscomb. Uh, they took on Brian. Like you, had zero stats for Brian uh, going yeah. into the game. But uh, <laughs> it was fun talking to Coach a. cuff after. He said – this is the first time he's had five days off in a row in uh, in over three years, so he he's looking forward to the break, like many are, I'm sure.
2: Yeah, when it falls like on a Monday, you get everybody gets sort of everybody shut down anyway. Basically, it's weird whenever right
4: Christmas is on a Monday. It's weird, right? Yeah, or
2: Friday. Cause yeah. you get that extra three or four days, especially yeah. like Wednesday, right?
4: Yeah. Because it's like you know half the week. Uh, you know, are you really motivated to go back to work on Thursday you don't get the 26th a thing done that week? Right.
2: It's yeah, so. except shop. And by and the return. way, uh,
4: I want to wish a happy early Boxing Day to all our friends north of the border in Canada. December 26th. Where did that come
2: from? Where did that come from? I, you know, I know it's Boxing Day the day after Christmas. What? Yeah. What is it?
4: I think that means. Which is return? Yeah, think? that's the day you yeah. make all your returns yeah. after Christmas. <laughs> or you, yeah. you bring all your boxes back to the store yeah. or, you know, with your gift receipts, you know. England so, it is
5: like that as well. It's a big soccer day for them on Boxing Day. Everybody will play on the twenty sixth. Oh,
2: really? So a that's a fun fact. Yeah, yep. I don't know. That may, How about that. Well, that like might... all the
4: EPL teams and all mm-hmm. that? Yeah. Yep. That's cool. How's Arsenal doing, by the way? Top of the league, John Burton. <laughs> damn right. It, damn right we are. Top of the league. Uh the... what's our what's our uh, what's our hashtag? What's our battle cry? What's our what's our slogan for Arsenal?
5: C O Y G. Come on, you gunners.
4: All right. Boxing Day. C O Y
2: G. Let's go. Yeah, originated in Great Britain.
4: Yep. Oh, okay. So, they, okay. Mm-hmm. Well,
2: I've always known it to be. A well, Canadian. They, yeah, me too. Yeah. I never even thought about the, uh, you know, the origin of of, of it. Uh, centuries ago, lords of the manor and aristocrats typically distributed Christmas boxes with things in it to their. To the hoi polloi. To the uh, so the the British. To yes. the great unwashed. Yes. To the, to uh, the Philistines. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> it's it is a public holiday in UK, uh, Australia, Canada, and well, New Zealand. This sweater Zealand. doesn't
4: fit. Here you are,
2: poor person. Have it's, a sweater. It, it's uh, the trashing of empty boxes left over the Christmas. <laughs> Yeah, but anyway,
4: uh, they're so snooty and arrogant. Some of those aristocrats. They'd be like, "Here, here's an empty box. Mm-hmm. Happy Christmas, mate. Yep, yep. yep.
2: Uh, go get your goose there, <laughs> right, Scrooge. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> sorry, you're poor. Yeah, little uh. Not what sorry. Was, what was it? Little was it? Timmy, Timothy, Timmy. Sounds right. Yeah, yeah. Um,
4: Help me, I'm poor.
2: But now let's don't go there. Please, <laughs> right. sir, may I have another? Uh-huh. You like doing that, don't you? Go ahead. I'm done. Go ahead. Um, So um, we figure, well, I love it. Levis has not been ruled out yet, right? Mm -hmm. And Tannehill will be the starter. And I thought through all of the conversation, and you know, because you want to see, hey, Willis, but let me tell you what, Uh, if Tannehill's the backup, he plays regardless of the situation. And that's what's happening. Yeah,
4: part of me would would like to see Willis get some tick because, I mean, I'm not trying to be mean here, but the game doesn't really mean it a whole lot for the Titans. Although, you know, they are evaluating players. They are going to get a look these next three weeks to see who they want to keep on the roster. The more I think about it, Greg, the more I I, I agree with you because it's, it's pretty clear. Malik, I don't think Malik Willis has a future on this roster. I just, I think I see them obviously moving on from Tannehill, Going with Levis as the starter next year and maybe signing a veteran to be the backup or maybe drafting another quarterback in the mid rounds. So it'd be kind of cool to put Willis out there and let him get some run and get some tick, but you know, it's not really going to be accomplishing a lot a whole lot because every game here, these last three games, you know, that tight this Titans organization is gonna have an eye on the future. And to me, Willis is not part of the Titans' future.
2: And I think too, if you're a backup on this depth chart, you can't go in that room. And then if the one in front of you, DT or LG or CB Mm -hmm. gets, you know, out, well, we're not going to put his backup in because of what his situation may become. No, this is football. This is this week. He's the backup quarterback. This is Vrabel's thinking, the backup plays. And Tannehill, I would say, if I'm him, I want to play. Uh, no, nah, I, mean, I wouldn't. I would. I mean, this is what I do for a living. I am a pro quarterback in this league. I'm expected to play. This is what I signed up for, and I can't accept. You know, I can't. I'm not going to quit on my team. No, it's not well, about quitting. You, like, well, he, it is.
4: No, he's going to go out there and play. Well, but I, I think. Well, you
2: just I'm said just he saying, shouldn't.
4: No, I didn't. I didn't. What well, do you think I, he should? I said I, I wouldn't well, want wouldn't. to play. Yeah, you didn't let me finish. Yep. I, I wouldn't want to play. But I would play if, if you know, if Vrabel says, all right, you know, you're up this week. You're the starter, so get yourself ready. I'm going out there. I'm playing. I'm balling out. But deep down, in places I don't like to talk about at parties, I don't want to be out there behind that offensive I, I th- line when I know yeah. I'm about to become a free agent. I, I want Tannehill to think Daniel
2: wants out there. I, I think want to, he wants to be well,
4: out there. Well, yeah. that, well, good for him. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, this is, what I would be, I know. this is what I would be thinking. I'd be thinking, man, you know, I want to be healthy going into free agency. You know, obviously my days here are numbered, but... I wouldn't want to play behind that offensive line. But I would if, if you know, I, I'm not saying I, I'm not going to slam my fist on the table and say I refuse to go out there, I'm not playing. i play. Well, if you're, it, in, but, if you're not all in, don't.
2: If you're not all in, don't. But not all guys yeah. in the NFL, Greg. What, are does,
4: Ryan that, you what does Ryan Tannehill have to gain from this? Well, he's
2: going to be trotting out there soon enough. We'll figure it out. What he has to gain is that he's the backup quarterback, and it's time for him to play. Okay, that's fine. You know, that's the deal. And I understand that's the fine. larger components of business in the right. NFL. And, that, and, and, I, and I understand I, that we're, we're talking about. I'm, this with, I'm with you case. on that,
4: but I'm my I guess. My point is, I guess I didn't, you know, say this properly or the way I wanted to. I wouldn't blame him if a part of him says, "Man, I don't know if I want to be out there behind this offensive oh, I think line." He's having that discussion when a, when in it, his head,
2: right? Yeah. Right.
4: Yeah. I think you know the human nature factor, but yeah, everything you said is true. He's the backup. If Levis can't go, it's you, Ryan. That's fine. But I'm just saying, I would not blame the guy, and he would never say it publicly. He, he talked yesterday, said all the right things, and you know, Ryan Tannehill's a stand-up dude. He's a good guy, man. You know, regardless of what you think about him as as your quarterback or whatever. He's a good guy, and he'll go out there and he'll do the right thing if called upon. But I, personally, me, Jonathan Burton, I would not blame him if a part of him said, I don't know if I want to be out
2: there. I don't. Yeah. And a, I I'm about to that. become
4: a free agent. I'd like to be healthy going yeah. into free agency.
2: Yeah. You'd have that discussion in your head, but I think ultimately you're. That's what I mean. You're a professional. You play. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all that. What do you, that, what do you, you got over true. there? What do you got over there? Over well, there? just one main thing here.
5: It's uh, Ryan Tannehill talking to the media yesterday. The patent, you had a point a minute ago. Oh, uh, yeah, well, Go ahead. Well, I, I just think I, I'm kind of with John. Is there any. Can we blame him if, if he's thinking, no, looking at
2: it? You guys are misunderstanding me. No, I know. I it. understand that component of it. But ultimately, this is what you are.
5: But okay? I, just, I think yeah. the notion that everybody in the NFL plays for the love of a game is
2: just absolutely—it's okay. not. I don't think this has anything to do with the love of the game either. Uh, I just think this is his job. And he's a no, it pro. Is a, it is his and job. It's and it's time he's getting to paid. go out there. Yeah.
4: I agree with all and that. All,
2: and we all agree about everything then. And I just, no. You know, there's no disagreement No, I
4: just, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. It is yeah. his job. He is getting well compensated to 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 do that job. And, you know, Mike Vrabel, I'm sure, said, listen, if Will can't go, it's you. And I'm sure Ryan said, fine, coach, I'll be ready. You know, I'll be ready. I'll go out there and I'm going to play my ass off and I'm going to try and get us a win. But I would not blame him if part of him thought, mm-hmm. man, this." <laughs> I'm about to become a free agent. I, I really don't want to hurt my ankle again or, or get, you know, killed behind a bad offensive line. But I'm going to go out there and I'm going to play my butt off and see what happens. That's what I meant. I now, do
5: think, though, it would be a mistake for the Titans not to give Malik any run the remaining four games. Because... Three, right? Uh, three, three, yeah. Three yeah. games. But because for me, and I'm... For Tannehill, he's got no future here. There's,
2: there is at least a slimmer of a hope of a backup. I future think they, yeah, I, I agree, Willis. but I think there's not even that. I think they've so moved on from him. Uh, I just don't think he'll be back. He could go out there and ball out three games in a row, and I still don't think he'll be back.
5: Do you agree? I think he should be back as a backup if he shows that he can
4: be that.
5: I why bring in a veteran? Because well, he's going to cost more than what a Malik Willis
2: contract Well, you got to have know. a good backup in this league.
4: I wouldn't feel good yeah. you know, knowing that Malik Willis is one play away from being the mm-hmm. starter based on what I've seen.
2: No, and I don't think what I would – there's nothing he can show me these next three games is going to convince me otherwise. Okay, I've seen enough. All right, what do you got on uh, Tannehill?
3: Yeah, it's a challenge, right? you know, you get your uh, your job taken basically,
6: and uh, your your first instinct is is not a positive one. So, uh, yeah, it's been a, a growing opportunity for me to uh, put my own feelings aside and, and try to,
3: uh, like I said, be an asset to this team, continue to to work and um, you know be a positive impact on this team.
2: Yeah, just saying that's all the ba- right things. Just saying that, all the right things. That's, that's yeah. Ba-
3: yeah, that's yeah. basically
4: he basically said what I was trying to say, you know, this, for this, this whole time. And he's going to have to compartmentalize it. It's like, you know, he's not happy. He lost his starting job. He knows that, you know, in three games he's out of here, but you know, to his credit. And like I said, I got the utmost respect for Ryan Tannehill as a leader, as a quarter, you know, as a, as a, as a football player, as a man. So he's going to put all that aside and he'll take the ball on Sunday and he'll, he'll do his best. You know, and that's all you can ask for. But I, I just, he kind of reiterated right there. It's like, oh, now, now you want me back? You know, you poop can me and now you want me back. But that's just a, you know, he understands it's, it's a business. It's, you know, when he signed his contract four years ago, whenever it was, I mean, we all knew it was, all right, we're going to get him as a starter now. We're going to try to win with him now. But, you know, down the road, we're going to draft yeah. his replacement. And his replacement is here. And I, I got a question. You mentioned yeah. it earlier, John. How many backup
5: quarterbacks do you actually feel good about in this
4: league? Well, yeah, this year's been a prime example of it, right? With so many starters getting hurt, all of
2: a sudden I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about people I've never heard about. Well, I'm just saying it's I mean, yeah, if I knows? have Will
4: Levis as my starter, if I can get like a Case Keenum, a, a, you know, a guy like that with experience, that's not gonna that's not gonna ra- rock the boat and say I need to be the starter a guy with experience that, you know, if Levis gets hurt for, you know, he's out for three games, maybe Keenum can win you two of those games. That kind of thing. You know what I mean? Someone who's done it in the league. Right, right, right.
2: I want somebody back there as the backup who's actually played at a decent
4: level. Right, and it's somebody that can be an extra voice and an extra set of eyes for the young starter. You know, it's just, I mean— Malik, You're not winning anything with Malik. You're you holding on to Malik
2: way too tight over but there, do you bro. Put, He's out the door. But,
5: but do you <laughs> want to put real capital towards the backup the, the, quarterback? The, yes, you, yes. But when you've
2: got you've got a, a million yes. other holes on well, this you, team, you Greg. better yeah, but, have a backup quarterback. I don't care how many holes you have. My yeah. point is, if yeah. you
5: if you've got a backup quarterback in, in your football team, you're losing nine times out of ten. I, I don't care because look at what Cincinnati. You mentioned Cincinnati. They they've three got, in a row with Jake Browning. They've got legit weapons. They have hmm? a legit run game. They have a legit offensive line. You can but do both.
2: You can do both. This team can't do that well, right now, you Greg. But yeah, yes, they can next year. Their salary oh, cap is, is wide open, right? But much, you yeah. need. But you need that salary cap
5: in other plate You can't. You, spend eight million so, on a backup but, quarterback. So if well, you're going
2: to spend two million on somebody who's not any good.
5: I uh, I would rather you really I would have rather, a leak
2: Willis I would your rather backup put that I would put that 6 million more yeah. towards an elite left tackle. Well, yeah. I, I you're one play away from not really matter who that left tackle is. I just think the
4: Titans are in a unique situation kind of like what you said Pogi because they're going to have a lot of cap space so you know, you can afford You know, you're not going to spend big money on a backup quarterback, but I just think having an experienced guy that you can go to and to help develop the young quarterback. Like like I said, a guy like Case Keenum would be perfect.
2: Well, that's just the market right Right. now where a backup quarterback is. You could get Case Keenum for about, you know,
4: three and a half, four million Mm dollars and, you know, boom, there you go. You know what I mean? I think he's, that's why Case Keenum's like a left-handed middle reliever, right, Pogi in baseball? A guy like him will always have a job
2: until he ages out. Don't you think? I'm just not. I, I think I'm not hitching anything to Malik Willis for at any amount. If he wants to play for three dollars, I'm not paying. <laughs> uh, so, um, what else we got going on? Oh, National Signing Day. Uh, any anything jump out? Who was who was Alabama, Ohio State, <laughs> Georgia, Georgia. Yeah. Uh, Texas? Breaking news. Yeah, uh, <laughs> the
4: top recruiting classes are amongst the top you know programs of college football. Yeah. Well, it seems like Tennessee did very what, well. 13th? I
2: mean, I heard some rumblings about that, right? A little bit. The the Vol Nation wanted to be I, better than you know, 13th? Yeah,
4: I mean, I, I don't pay attention to that kind of stuff, man. Yeah. I, I You know, I'm just, I'm not one of those people that gets all caught up in recruiting. It's like, you know what? Don't, I can't say what I want to say, but just, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, hear about all the problems
2: you had baking. Show me the cake at the end of the day. You know, well, it's different now with the transfer portal. Sure, it's totally different. Yeah. Um, did how did Vandy do? Do you know?
5: Uh, all their guys pretty much signed that they thought. Uh, I mean, they're yeah, really no surprise. They're well behind the the eight ball anyway.
4: But I like the fact that they got two quarterbacks and uh, you know Must Champ and Saint Saint Alaire and you know those guys are you know they had pretty. Accomplished high school careers, you know. One, one, I know the one guy won a state championship, right? St. Well, Hilaire. must champ. Did must champ win yeah. one too?
5: Uh, must champ won it last year. Yeah. Saint Hilaire beat must champ this, this year, year.
4: Right. right? Yeah. So you know, you bring in guys with obvious leadership qualities and stuff like that. I mean, you know, it's, You're surprised it's,
2: both it's would a, come. I am. Are you? You both would? I mean, you always go in. I, I'll play yeah. the job, I mean, right? But they're both from the same dang what region? Yeah. Of, <laughs> in Chattanooga.
4: Well, hopefully one of those guys will pan out. I mean, that's Vandy needs so much, but it starts with the quarterback, right? Well, and they're going to
5: have time. Uh, they signed transfer portal uh, Nate Johnson who was the uh, backup at Utah, uh, played a little bit against Florida, so he'll he's going to be the starter right now uh as things stand, but the biggest kind of news a couple days ago, London Humphrey, former Vanderbilt wide receiver signed with Georgia. So, I mean, that's uh, that's the struggle. If you're Vanderbilt, you find a real gym in London Humphreys, a kid out of CPA and he signs for Georgia and will be one of their <laughs> top wide receivers next year.
4: Yep. And then, uh, what's his name Cyber with Colorado, right? Uh, we'll shepherd, shepherd, um, a going to cu- Colorado. couple guys actually, uh, yeah.
5: heading, heading to Colorado. And uh, how did
4: Colorado do by the way, recruiting? They had, they had to have a pretty good class.
5: Uh, 99th. They didn't wow. They didn't
4: barely sign any guys.
5: Um, it, they don't least,
4: need to. So. They're going to get all transfer portal yeah. guys.
5: Well, the talk is uh, Shador Sanders, his last year, Dion's going all in on the transfer portal and maybe going all in trying to get out of there after this year. Cause yeah. It's odd you don't really take it serious if you're there for the long term to grab some high school guys. But Right now, they didn't have one five-star signed for them. Oh, Jordan wow. Seton, who... Uh, the best left tackle in America, committed, but uh, did not sign yesterday. So his commitment oh, oh. is still
4: open. Yeah, he went on national TV and, and announced he was going to Colorado.
2: Well, the transfer portal is all about money, right? Mm-hmm. Going in there and seeing how much money you can get coming out. Mm-hmm. So anyway. All right. Uh, picking with the pickers this morning, a legacy. Hope Hines. We do them every year. It's to, It's today. Perfect
4: time right before the holidays. Mm-hmm. A holiday treat. The legendary Hope Hines for picking with the pickers. And
2: uh, a day early, just talking about recruiting from the UT perspective and the SEC perspective. Coming up from uh, Go Vols 24-7, Ryan Callahan.
7: Tis the season for all of my favorite treats. Now, where are Grandma's homemade holiday cookies? Hold up. Where are Grandma's cookies? Easy, Joe. Grandma brought something even sweeter this season. Your triple fudge brownies? No, Joey. Holiday Instant
8: Games from the Tennessee Lottery.
7: Made from scratch holiday wins? Grandma,
8: you're a genius. Give the gift of Holiday Instant Games topped with sweet cash
1: prizes. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Oh, what game-changing fun. Please play responsibly.
7: 800 462 That's 800-462-3333. 800 462
8: The TSU
2: Tigers men's basketball team of fifth year coach Penny Collins are coming off a top three OVC finish last season and looking for much more this season. Led by preseason all conference guards Marcus Fitzgerald and Kenyon Hodges, the Tigers face an impressive non conference schedule that includes Oregon, Lipscomb, Austin P., Indiana State, and Liberty and tip off a league play on December 28th at Gentry Center versus UT Martin. Hello, this is Greg Pogue inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert Dawson on all of the games this season right here on Nashville Sports Radio, WNSR. going to be up at uh, hendersonville uh a golf venue sports bar simulator thing called birdie brothers Ooh. uh and uh, former titan kevin long is going to be stopping by up there and you could bring by blankets gloves socks and everything Arpaduca's christmas miracle uh pat sperduto uh they get out and uh, uh deliver on christmas day all kind of things uh, to uh, homeless uh, throughout the city just uh, on their own just go out and, and do it they've been doing it for 20 something years. Yeah. i and um in, started in Boston with his sister. Uh Ryan Callahan we oh, by the way okay. So they'll be
4: broadcasting yeah. out there right 2 to 4? Yep, 2 to 4 this afternoon. Go nice. by there.
2: I went by there. They were down at Split Tea Barbecue. They said on the radio come by and donate things. I went by there and donate things and picked up my free set. Sa- they were giving away free barbecue sandwiches. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Pork or brisket? Uh pork, pork. 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 Yep. All right. Uh Ryan Callahan go Balls 24/7. Ryan, good morning. All right, Hey, Ryan.
3: Hey guys, how's it going? Hey man. Bring Doing well. Happy holidays. Break
2: it down for us. Uh, what should Thank people 13th? Is that the overall ranking I saw is that good, bad expected? Where, where do, we, yeah, where do we place? Cause it's probably what seventh in the league. Uh, and, but you're 13th in the country. So yeah, that's the, where they're you know swimming these days. What do you think overall?
3: Yeah, overall, I, I think a lot of fans certainly are going to look at this as a as a solid class, but in a way disappointing. I, I would say it's still a good class, but there were clearly some missed opportunities for Tennessee. There was a chance for this to be a, a better class and potentially a significantly better class, at least in terms of the team rankings. Now, I will tell people this, and this is kind of, I think, the big-picture view you got to have, especially in the transfer portal era. This is a class that gives Tennessee a chance to keep competing for championships, and that's the bottom line because – you know, if you come up a guy short at a certain position, it used to be a big deal. It, it would sometimes take a couple of years to correct the numbers. Now they could fix that by May in the transfer portal, so it's really not <laughs> quite as big a travesty to, to to fall short of addressing a need completely or, or anything like that. And also, it's just uh, you know, there's more parity across the board in college football. It's it's becoming more like the NFL every year, and I think that's kind of where it's headed. You just look at the competition and recruiting. Michigan's playing for a national title, and they signed, I think, the number 15 class as of right now. Mm. There's just so much competition, 20, 25 programs that have a legitimate shot at landing elite players now because of NIL and just the way things have changed in college football recruiting over the past few years. So all the rosters are going to be much more competitive than what we're used to seeing in in the past in college football. It's not going to be where there were five halves and and the rest were have-nots in terms of competing for championships. There are going to be a lot of teams competing for championships, and, and we saw that yesterday with Miami making a big move, vaulting to number three, mm. Florida, once having a top-five class, and they they lose a bunch of guys on signing day and fall outside the top 15. It's just a, it's a wild, wild environment right now in recruiting, and that's reflected in the parity that you see in the final standing. So as long as you're somewhere in that top 15, you're going to have a chance to compete. And Tennessee's got a couple five-stars. Nine other four stars. It's a good class. And I think it's especially important to have good players at the top of the class because that's what's going to stick around most likely and not into the transfer portal these days. And Tennessee's good at the top. The top half of this class is pretty strong. Yeah, and
4: Hypel has stressed, you know, recruiting the state of Tennessee. I mean, every every balls coach does that. I understand that. And that's sure. you know, for PR purposes and for, you know, quality of play as well. Except Derek Dooley. Yeah, except Derek Dooley, right. Uh you know, how important was that for hypopel and and you know obviously getting the two kids out of the Lipscomb academy uh, were big for him as well
3: yeah no no doubt and and this this state we've talked about it before produces enough talent these days, and that's one of the reasons Tennessee has an opportunity and, and it has had an opportunity the past couple of years to be um, something closer to what the the, the Tennessee of the past were used to seeing uh, is because this state's putting out more talent than than ever before it's uh, it, it's a state where they can probably count on signing seven or eight players a year at, at a minimum, and a lot of years probably closer to 10. So they they've got, they got a pretty good haul out of the state this year. It was not a perfect class. And I'll caution people against this, too, because we, we get this question a lot. The final state rankings don't necessarily reflect Tennessee's board when you're talking about players that they wanted. So if you look at the top 10 players in the state, it might look like Tennessee didn't have a great year but then you go down player by player and see what the situation was. You got Andre Evans, the number one player in the state in some rankings. I think he finished number two in our rankings. Tennessee didn't pursue him for better or worse. You know, we'll see if that was a good evaluation on their part. But he goes to Georgia, and that's not a guy Tennessee wanted. Uh, Elijah grows from uh, from uh, East Robertson, really good player, talented guy. Tennessee never offered him. He's going he's going to NC State after previously committing to Kentucky. So. The state rankings don't necessarily reflect what kind of year it was for Tennessee in terms of who they wanted, but they did have a couple misses. Amari Jefferson, the four-star receiver goes to Alabama uh, over Tennessee out of Chattanooga. And then also uh, his teammate at that Baylor school, Max LeBlanc, not originally from Tennessee. He's from Canada and spent only a a year or so in Tennessee before signing with Ohio state, but that's one Tennessee wanted earlier this year. So those two, and then Ronan O'Connell, the offensive lineman from page going to Clemson back in the summer, those were the three real misses for Tennessee, and, and they obviously pursued Jaron Sensabaugh this week that went to Missouri. So there were a few misses, but when you look at the big picture, they got most of what they wanted. So solid in-state class, not, not great, but pretty solid. And for the most part, like you said, Caleb Beasley, Edwin Spillman, Boo Carter, Marcus Gorey, some players who are going to play a lot of football for them from in-state over the next few years.
2: You know, and by the way, I was just looking this morning, uh, the 24-7 updated has Tennessee at 10th. Uh, overall. So, you're a top 10 recruiting well, that, class, right? Is that right?
3: I got to clarify that. So, we have rankings now that are a little different that confuse people sometimes. That okay. overall ranking is our combined recruiting and transfer ranking. Okay. So, that's
4: taking oh, into wow. account
3: the three transfer commitments Tennessee has. What you see listed as. Well, I like
2: that better. Positive. I want to know. Give me. That's, I like, don't, yeah, that's
4: I don't, like OPS in baseball, right? <laughs> on base plus sluggish. Exactly. Right? <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's right. <laughs> So, well, yeah, so, so where you see, yeah,
2: yeah, so top ten in overall haul.
3: Yeah, now that now that'll and that'll probably change because there's gonna be a lot of activity obviously in the transfer portal in the coming weeks and even in the spring. So it may not finish in the top ten, but that shows you they've gotten three good players out of the transfer portal so far. And yeah, you combine that with the number thirteen recruiting class, that's a that's a that's a good influx of talent and, and they are upgrading the roster in a lot of spots. So uh, when you look at the big picture from this class combined with the transfer rankings, you know, they They've got a tight end transfer that addressed a huge need there. Holden stays from Notre Dame. Probably going to be their starting tight end this coming season and and an experienced guy originally from Atlanta. So that's a nice pickup. They got Jermod McCoy yesterday. Their one real addition on signing day was a transfer corner from uh, Oregon State and a a four-star transfer for us right now at 24-7 Sports. So a pretty coveted guy there that addresses a position of need where they've already lost six CBs to the transfer portal. And then you combine that with the recruiting class, they really address the offensive line well. Five signees at that position. Some uh, A few four-stars. They look like they're going to be future starters. So um, some nice pickups there. And then some real star power at a few positions. They did another good secondary class. Did a good job there with Caleb Beasley and Marcus Gorey at corner. Um, Boo Carter as well in the secondary. Uh, and then obviously the stars of the class. Five-star wide receiver Mike Matthews gives you another major target for Nico Yamaliaba in that offense. And then Jordan Ross, another five-star edge rusher where Tennessee is really backing talent, kind of like they did in the 90s at edge rusher. They've got a real uh, nice pipeline of guys there with with James Pierce, Joshua Joseph, Caleb Herring, and now you throw in Jordan Ross, and you've also got Shanda, Shandavian Bradley, who didn't play this year but still has some talent. So they've got a nice pipeline of talent there. So when you look at the roster, there's no doubt they've improved things quite a bit from where they were a couple of years ago. We just have to see, starting this next season, kind of what this young talent looks like those guys were kind of stuck behind veterans this year, but I still think Tennessee's roster looks a lot better for next season than it did a couple of years ago.
2: Ryan Callahan, go 247 twenty four seven. You uh, and uh, you said something a minute ago that the the Tennessee misses statewide. I would not be alarmed at that because there's more ways to lose you know, to not win those commitments. You see what I'm saying? You've Mm -hmm. got the middle Tennessee area right now. We've got people coming from all over the country in here now that never did 10, 15 years ago. So they're going to be in more on the top level, but they're going to lose more because they're in more. Does that make sense? Yeah. No. Well. And and to your point,
0: tell tell me, help me. I mean, (laughs) to your
3: your point, though, there there are more ways to lose recruiting battles these days. You know, a lot of people want to think that it's uh, that that with NIL and everything that it just comes down to the highest bidder all the time. I'm here to tell you, it doesn't. (laughs) uh, There are so many examples that uh, that I could give you uh, without, unfortunately, being able to share the details. But those, there are a lot of players who don't go to the the school that's offering the most in NIL opportunities. It really is. Uh, uh, it's kind of the wild west but it's also still a lot like it used to be where sometimes a guy just wants to go to a certain school and mm. he might be using a school to drive up the price for the school he really wants to go to you know and it's, <laughs> it, so it's in some ways it's changed in some ways it hasn't and and you you don't really know until the end what's going to matter most to a player and it's just hard to predict. And so that this year, again, you know, Tennessee had several misses. We could go down the list if you wanted, but it's, uh, they had some guys in the summer they missed, a few down the stretch, like five-star offensive tackle Jordan Seaton, who technically hasn't signed yet. He's still maybe on the table, even though he committed to Colorado. There's, there's Maryland and still Tennessee to a degree involved there, so maybe something changes there late. But they've had so- several of those types of misses this year that just kept us from being a special class, but just one or two more pickups. I mean, I did the math with our class calculator you add Jordan Seaton to Tennessee's class as of a few days ago, it would have moved them from 14 to 8 in the team wow. rankings because the teams are kind of that tightly packed together. So they really were just one or two players away from having a pretty special class. And, and, and you know, you, like you said, you, there are ways to lose uh, in-state recruiting battles even with some of these guys not being Tennessee natives like Max LeBlanc from Canada, Ronan O'Connell's not originally from Tennessee. It, it's it, they're, Not every in-state player and in-state recruiting battle is the same for sure. And, and this state produces enough talent that you can miss on a few and still end up with a good in-state class.
2: Well, now with the high school NIL legal, a lot of them have to take a cut and pay to go uh, to college. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Things are tough all over. (laughs)
4: uh, Ryan, real quick. uh, Men's basketball, four straight wins after three straight losses. Nice win over NC state over the weekend. uh, in San Antonio, obviously, uh, I'm going to give him a win over Tarleton State uh, tonight. But uh, overall, <laughs> what what has stood out for you for the Vols from this four-game uh, winning streak?
6: Yeah, are
3: you sure they can beat Tarleton? Well, yeah.
4: I might take Tarleton plus the points, but... <laughs>
3: <laughs> there you go. Um, but. But yeah, that, that was a really nice win uh, for, for Tennessee down in San Antonio on Saturday. By the way, I still have no idea, even after the game was played, why Tennessee's playing NC State in San Antonio. Thank
4: Fox you. I was asking Saturday. my producer because he went to UT. He's a big UT honk. I'm like, yeah. what is this? He's like, well, you know, it's the it's the. I don't no, what? It, what is it? It was one. It, was a, it, it wasn't the tournament, right? It was one game,
3: right? It, it was a, well. It was, a, it was the Hall of Fame series, and I think there was a women's game before. It, it was kind of like a three-day, three-game all-day thing, but it wasn't all men's games. It was a, it was a weird deal. But it's regardless,
2: television, it was, guys. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. come I, on. Yeah, yeah. You right. TV guys ruin everything.
3: Announced, announced attendance was twenty-five hundred, and I'd say there were maybe <laughs> half of that in the in the stands. So it was not a. Yeah, if it, if it was there to make money, it didn't make a whole lot. But regardless. <laughs> uh, uh, Tennessee though played well and, and, and at times, and then found a way to win a, a tough game where NC State fought back in the second half and made things pretty close down the stretch. And I, and I thought it was really impressive they did that in a game where Dalton Connect was not his usual self. You know, he only played 19 minutes in that game. NC State did a good job of taking him away, and Rick Barnes had to had to take him out because between the offense and the defense, he just wasn't very effective in that game. And some other guys, including Josiah Jordan, James, and and uh, and Zakai Ziegler, really picked up the slack. So. Good good character win there, and, and Tennessee showing they can win in different ways and not just rely on connect to, to hit some big shots when it matters. And, uh, yeah, and this team's played better lately and still a little bit up and down at times, but showing they're, they're going to be a tough out in March for sure if they keep playing that way.
2: Uh, okay, uh, JB, Tarleton State is uh, getting 22-and-a-half. I'm going to lay it with <laughs> the Vols. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Tarleton State has the signature win over Austin P. Uh, there, Patton, just letting you know, um, so might be that. better
3: than their name suggests.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, how do you kids?
3: Oh, we've got a, uh, we've got a couple toddlers and a six-year-old. So it's, uh, oh, man. Wild, wild days, but fun Christmases, I guess is a good way to look at it. <laughs>
4: oh man. Well, props to you, man. I know it's a busy time for you.
3: It definitely is. But, uh, yeah, it should, should be fun the next next few days, though, as long as we can keep them from uh, from hurting each other uh, while they're <laughs> around the house and out of
0: school.
2: Hey, Ryan, appreciate you, man, as always. Thank you, buddy. Yeah, we'll, Merry, Merry Christmas, uh, uh, man. We're back on the uh, – we're off tomorrow, but we're back on the uh, regular rotation next week on Friday. Appreciate you, man.
3: The- Sounds good. Merry Christmas, guys. Right. I appreciate it. All right, Ryan yep. Callahan.
2: Appreciate him doing this every week. Oh, he good gives, dude. Us, gives us, a, you know, obviously, the UT component of it, but also the SEC and the national uh, component as and well. He's, and he's just a mensch. He's a good dude. Man. Good dude. Good dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. 615. <laughs> uh, Hope Hines, picking with the pickers. Top Speaking of, the of the good dudes. Yeah, oh, well, yeah. Great dude. All right, we will take a break. You want to call the show, 615-844-5600.
1: Princess Hot Chicken, Nashville's original hot chicken with three locations serving Middle Tennessee, south on Nolensville Road, Fifth and Broad downtown, and the new location at Tanger Outlet Mall. You can now order your favorite flavor of heat online at princesshotchicken.com. And don't forget dessert, including special holiday pies. Princess Hot Chicken in three locations and princesshotchicken.com. Princess Hot Chicken, Nashville's original hot chicken
9: Gas, groceries, utilities, you name it. The price of everything is going up. And if you're stuck in a bad timeshare with rising maintenance fees, the financial burden can be crushing. It is time to get your finances in order and get the real facts about that timeshare that you are stuck in and your options to get rid of it. Brian
11: Dennis Roofing and Construction is asking listeners to please donate a toy to Toys for Tots this holiday season. You can make a difference in the life of a child. This message is brought to you by Brian Dennis Roofing and Construction. Serving up to 45 miles from Nashville with quality and pride since 1994. Specializing in residential and light commercial, storm damage repairs, roofing, cutters, insurance claims, and much more. Call 615-484-1425. 615-484-1425. That's Brian Dennis Roofing and Construction. They're
2: professionals who care. This is the Greg Fogue and John Burton Show. Couldn't be happier for you. Well, Papa Pogue. 1226 a.m. yesterday morning. Grace, uh, Alice Rose, 8 pounds, 1 ounce, mm. 20 inches, uh, and uh, all is well. I didn't cry uh, when I held her for the first time. Mm. I'd already cried the first time I saw her. Greg Fogue and News
1: Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio.
2: Holy night. Great song. You got a great voice. I'm not a great. Great. The word, the adjective great is overused yeah, in
4: our yeah. It's
2: not bad. Yeah,
4: I, I <laughs> could sing a little bit.
2: <laughs> I went from great to not bad. I could, I, there could, you go. I could sing a little bit. I know that. I've noticed that in
4: you. And I told you I've been writing down rap lyrics.
2: But can you dance? Yeah, I can dance. You know I can dance. I know you, I, uh, I know you can dance. You know who else can dance? One of these two. You know what we ought to do? We ought to put Eric and Tony on at the same time yeah. and just leave. <laughs> Go around the corner, get yeah. a snack, get come get back. Them, let them come y'all, still be y'all, talking. y'all still going on there? We, no, actually, we, we, we drive and we call Eric and Tony right. on, on, on our phone. It's, right.
4: it's the Eric and Tony what, show it, on first? WNSR. All right,
2: pop one of them there. Because only one of them's got a, a voice sounder, right? Yeah. All right, Tony. Tony, good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning,
10: gentlemen.
4: Good morning, Tony. To <laughs> good morning, Tony. How are you, pal? And Tony,
2: a <laughs> hey, thank you for the uh, the gifts we got. Yeah, uh, thanks, left man. Thank appreciate you, man. Thank it, thank you buddy. Very much. Uh, I know what I, I'm doing for lunch today. I, I will let you know that I am going to re-gift that to Grace and Kyle, and uh, <laughs> and and know they won't. Clay was wanting to see, uh, feed the uh, the grandbaby uh, its yeah, <laughs> a, little, a little early
0: for that. <laughs>
10: Gentlemen, that's just a small appreciation coming from me. I've done that a few years, but I really do appreciate you guys and WNSR. And as I told Darren and them yesterday, the platform you give us listeners also to be participants and callers and voice a couple of minutes of what we think is going on in the sports world. And, y'all just bring it so much to being just like we're sitting around drinking coffee at a, you know, at my coffee, at my breakfast table here. So, well, that's what we try to do.
4: We just try to, you know, that's, that's what we strive for. And we can't, I think I, I know I speak for, for Greg and Pat and we do appreciate our listeners and the, and the loyal listenership and, you know, got a lot of choices for sports talk radio in this town. And, you know, there are a lot of good shows, a lot of good stations, but the fact that, you know, our little island of Misfit, Troy, sticks format. with us, means a lot.
10: Y'all, John, y'all, it's just like being buddy. You know, we're buddies. We're friends. We And, uh, and Greg, I, you know, you've been doing it a long time. And I just want to, you know, just say that to y'all. And uh, I before I forget it, I hope Darren left y'all some of my wife's goodies
2: that she made. Maybe they took it
0: on. That would I be I a
2: negatory know. right there. <laughs> yeah. there's, uh, no, negatory. there's no scraps in the, uh, in the Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, the, the leave us nothing. If you though. want us to have something, put our name on it.
10: Exactly. And, and then lock
0: yeah.
2: it up. <laughs> well, it's all right. But we, we'll get
10: y'all some. All good. Uh, guys. Talking a little sports here, and first of all, I think me and Eric could talk to each other. I think we could carry a two-hour show. Oh, I know you. Uh, It'd be a lot of fun. I know I could carry one hour. Two hours is tough. (laughs) Hmm. But um, yeah, I've never seen y'all still there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, we got. (laughs) Okay, I'll be quick. We're just not interrupting anybody right now. Conversation with does Tanny Hill play? We've got three games to go. We're out of the playoffs. But this conversation is really unbelievable. Does Taney Hill play? Does he not? Does Levis play or does he not? And the, the impact that one question has right now on this town is unbelievable. Mm. And uh, just hearing y'all's take on it, I you know, it, you, you get so many mixed emotions about it. So uh, that is a lot of talk especially for a team not in the playoffs. Well,
2: the quarterback position is always always going to be the focus of any team, regardless of the record, right?
4: Yeah. Yeah. And the Titans are in a unique position, Mm -hmm. like you said, Tony. Not, you know, already know they've been eliminated from the playoffs. They'd love to see Levis play these last three games, continue his development, and they can continue their evaluation of him. But if he's, you know, you don't want to, you know, you don't, you don't want to make a bad thing worse uh, by putting him out there if he's not 100%. And, you know, as Greg said, you know, if Tannehill is the backup, so if the starter's not able to go, the backup's supposed to go in there. My only point was I wouldn't blame Tannehill if he said, yeah, I'll play. But, man, I don't know if I really, you know.
2: But I think they've seen all they need to see of Willis. You're probably I, I right. Don't, I don't, I yeah. I think they've, that ship's already sailed in, in their, their minds. Yeah. So that's yeah, true. Yeah. And, uh, Two more little quick things. First of all, the bowl season's here.
10: And, Greg, I know we didn't talk about it. You you not on the show Monday and Tuesday, but we covered it. But it's uh, congratulations to WKU. What a great game. What a great story that ended up being yeah. with that third-string quarterback who happened to be the strength coach's son, I think. Yeah, well, and he so replaced something. the head coach's the uh, nephew. And, yeah. and last but not least, Greg, Thank you for posting the pictures of Alice Rose and <laughs> uh, some of the pictures on Facebook. She's precious. Yeah. Congratulations. guys. Thank you, Tony. I mean, great. Congratulations. Greg. guys. Merry Christmas to all. Merry Thank Christmas, you. Tony.
2: Interesting story because the backup quarterback that went out there was the coach's son, right? The coach that used to be at uh, Southern Cal. Where is he now? All. F. Ball. I mean, he's yeah. somewhere, uh, in, in a mid major now, but, uh, that guy came, and then he was replaced by the person that they probably should have put out there to begin with. A uh, lot of, lot, of, lot of, uh, lot of conversation around all that decisions up there, but they did get the win. All right, Eric, you're gonna be next. Hang on.
10: Hey, this is Darren. And this is Justin. And we are the McFarlane weekdays
7: from 2 until 4 p.m. And we want to wish everyone a Merry Christmas. And a Happy New Year.
10: Hey, this is Damon Keene, producer for the McFarland Show. And I want to wish everyone a
2: Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Hey, along with Pat Cook, John Burton, Greg Foga, the Greg Poga and John Burton Show, all of us wishing everybody the best of holiday seasons and even better 2024.
4: 2023 was a great year. We're looking forward to more fun in 2024, and we thank you for your loyal listenership. We love the interaction. Keep the
2: phone calls coming. Indeed. Holidays are about family. We consider our listeners very much a part of our family. Thank you for listening, and all the best during this holiday season from the Greg Poga and John Burton Show.
4: I'm Joe Fisher from the Mid-State Checkdown High School Football Game
8: of the Week. From our family at WNSR to yours, Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays and a Happy New Year.
9: Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code LIFT for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's promo code LIFT. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code LIFT for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code LIFT.
2: With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as a $1,000 for having a yearly physical. The package also includes 401K with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. Go to StarLeasing.com to learn more.
8: It's the NFL on Sports USA, and we're in the Sunshine State as the Jacksonville Jaguars head over to Tampa Bay to battle the Buccaneers. Trevor Lawrence and the Jags bring lots of talent on offense like Kirk, Ridley, and ETN. Baker and the Bucs can sail downfield thanks to Godwin and Evans.
7: Mayfield goes deep, left side has Mike Evans for a Bucs
10: touchdown.
8: It's the Jaguars at the Buccaneers, this Sunday on Sports USA.
1: Coverage begins at 2.30, live on WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio.
2: by the way uh the uh, McFarland show this afternoon Birdie brothers i uh, google that golf uh, simulator sports bar all kind of stuff up there uh this afternoon 300 Indiana lake uh, boulevard a uh, sweet i want eat sweet i e 160 there you go mm. and this is small print e 160 anyway uh drop off blankets clothes socks gloves all that stuff today how about that yeah two to four they'll mm-hmm. be out there mm-hmm. up in Hendersonville
4: yep they're out in the borough a couple days
8: earlier
2: mm-hmm. I stopped about split three barbecue go ahead there Patton hit that thing
8: and now it's time for the NFL roundup with our guy Eric and that music can only be one thing it is time to go around
4: the national football league what's up Eric
6: Hey, morning, guys. Merry Christmas to you, ho, ho, you Merry, too. Merry
4: Christmas, and, Eric.
6: Okay, and John, this will make you happy what I'm about to say. Dallas is going to go to Miami and lose. Whether it's close or blowout, uh, I just don't see their defense stopping their motion offense since the game you got for 49 Well, it let me let me ask
4: you this. Is, is yeah. Tyreek Hill playing?
6: I have no idea. If, if he doesn't know, play, please.
4: Dallas has a shot. Just do what the Titans did.
6: <laughs> That's a yeah, different yeah, offense without yeah, Tyreek yeah, Hill. Yeah, yeah, Except yeah, when they yeah. play the Jets. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Each of the Devs manages to win the last three games. I don't see Philadelphia losing to the Giants or Arizona in the last three weeks. I don't see that. Although Philadelphia is in trouble, I own the coaches. I didn't realize who all they had lost from the team last year because I'd heard somebody say yesterday morning they lost offensive lineman that went to the Steelers. They lost two linebackers. The guy that led the league in interceptions, I guess, guard went to the Jets. And also they had the guy up front who went to the 49ers. Sauce
4: Gardner was drafted and, by the Jets. He was never an Eagle.
6: Okay, okay. Well, well who was well, – did that player that they lose go to the Jets? Somebody said he went to the Jets. I they don't, I don't know, know who that
4: be, but it's not Sauce Gardner.
6: Yeah, but well, then that's my fault. I'm sorry about that. All good, all but, good. But they, but they also lost a defensive lineman who went to uh, the 49ers. And basically, it's the San Francisco invitational guys. Because even if San Francisco loses to Baltimore, which I don't think they will do, they got the Commanders and the Rams, who they've owned at, at, uh, the last two games. So whoever wins got to win out there. And I yeah, if San Fran gets home
4: field, Greg, don't yeah. you think it's a wrap? Yeah, in but the NFC. Th- it's
6: not a given they beat Baltimore either.
4: No, that's, no, true. that's
6: I, true. No, you that's not, that, That's that's what I'm saying. Even if they lose to Baltimore, they have to lose another game for either Dallas or Philly to have home field advantage. And I don't think that's happening, guys. And of course, there's nothing you can do about it. the Sunday night game. Is another winner the Patriots at the Broncos. (laughs) Jeez. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, and the last Thursday night game is the Jets at Cleveland, so it's it's just, it is what it is, guys, but as far as the Titans go Sunday, guys, I just don't see them winning Sunday, even though Seattle's flying clear across the country, we've given up 50 sacks in 14 games. And before the season's over, we'll probably get up to 60. I hear the music, guys. Merry All right. Christmas and Happy New Year. Thank Merry you, Christmas, sir. Eric. We'll Thank you, see, sir.
4: We'll see you on the other side. Yes,
2: man. indeedy, indeedy. Thank you. Uh, hey, coming up, Picking with the Pickers, the legendary Hope Hines, presented by Tim leeper Ruby.
1: 95.9 FM, Brentwood, Nashville. 107.9 FM, Smyrna. Nashville's first 24-hour sports station. WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio.
7: ABC News. I'm Derek Dennis. The U.S. and Venezuela carrying out a complicated prisoner exchange. A Venezuelan diplomat being held here, released for several Americans who are returned to a San Antonio military base overnight.
9: Also returned to the U.S. fugitive Leonard Glenn Francis, also known as Fat Leonard, the mastermind of a $35 million bribery scheme, the largest corruption scandal in U.S. military history. In 2015, he pleaded guilty to using prostitutes, luxury travel, and cash to bribe U.S. naval officers to steer lucrative contracts to his companies.
7: ABC's Martha Raddatz. The migrant crisis at the southern border seeing migrants being flown out. A plane full chartered by Texas Governor Greg Abbott landing in Chicago last night, leaving Chicago officials scrambling to house them. And today's one of the busiest travel days of the year. The TSA expecting two and a half million passengers to go through airport security checkpoints nationwide. This is ABC News.
12: your doctor today about Rizzy, the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis. And visit SkyRizzy.com or call 1-866-SKYRizzy to learn more.
9: WNSR In a single moment, everything can change. When a player's sudden cardiac event brought a national football game to a halt, it shone a spotlight on the importance of CPR readiness. Now with youth sports in full swing. The American Heart Association is rallying parents and coaches to be ready in an emergency. To be ready, learn hands-only CPR. It's a skill anyone can learn in minutes. Visit heart.org slash hands-only CPR and become a lifesaver today.
11: And now Paramount Roofing and Exteriors is reminding motorists to slow down on our roadways, keep an eye out for kids at play, and never text and drive. This message is brought to you by Paramount Roofing and Exteriors, serving Middle Tennessee. For all your roofing and exterior needs, give the pros a call today at 615-635-1790. 615-635-1790. That's Paramount Roofing and Exteriors, LLC. Going the extra mile for safety. They're professionals who care
9: you ready to
1: rock, boys and girls? Behold, it's the single greatest thing on earth.
9: Are you listening to
1: me? Welcome back to the Greg Bogue and John Burton Show. Brought to you by the Omni Nashville Hotel. (laughs)
8: It's football time in Tennessee, and it's Friday. So that means it's time for Picking with the Pickers. For over a decade, during football season, you've heard legends of film and field tell their tales and pick their picks. Vince Gill, Rob Schneider, Arsenio Hall, Keller B, Steve the Colonel Cropper, Kathy Lee freaking Gifford, Dave Mason. Picking with the Pickers is brought to you by Tim Leeper Roofing. Now it's time to pick the brains of the Pickers. Here are the hosts of Pickin' with the Pickers, Greg Poe and News Channel 5's John Bippity-Boppity-Burton.
2: Pickin' with the Pickers, uh, Demony for Roofing, usually Friday, but we're off tomorrow for the holiday. We are? Yes, we are. You know that. You already... No,
4: you're going to have me show up tomorrow. No, no, no. And laugh at me.
2: No, no, no. You just told me what you were doing because you're not... Oh, see, why do you want to do that on the air? Because you just said, I'm going out tonight. No, I didn't say that. I, I'm getting uh, off work. I'm going home. I'm going home and get a good night's sleep. Because I, I don't have to work tomorrow. I'm going out tonight. I didn't say that. Yes, you did. And you sounded just like that. <laughs> <laughs> Hope Hines, uh, you know, every year we have our, we have like Bill Anderson, Vince mm-hmm. Gill, Lee Greenwood, so many regulars that do this, killer bees. Hope Hines. Hope, good
13: morning. How you doing, man?
2: What's up, Hope?
13: Gentlemen,
2: it is a great day Well, we're gonna to have to reboot. Hey, hope tell tell. Hope is he? Did he fall off, or did he fall on? That not That didn't sound good. That didn't sound good.
4: Yeah, we gotta we gotta get that we gotta get that line cleaned up a little bit. So you know, we'll. Uh, is there a different we'll line the,
2: you can call out on?
4: Yeah, we'll uh, <clears throat> we'll get that fixed. Pat's working on that right now as we speak. So, are you going to lay the twenty-two with Tennessee tonight against Tarleton State?
2: Twenty-two and a half. Twenty-two. a half. oh! like the hook. hook. <laughs> Give me Tarleton State plus the hook. Well, plus the twenty-two if, and a half with the
4: hook there—that screams backdoor cover, right? You know, there you go. baby. they get some. They get some, like you know, some backup off the bench, and he hits a couple threes, and next thing you know, you're, you're only up seventeen. So, that could happen. You do a lot. You don't do much betting, do you? None. Yeah,
2: I really don't. I mean, we'll do the few things we do here for yeah, fun. No, yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't bet. Mm. Don't bet. Now that doesn't mean that I haven't. Right. I got or you. Won't. Right. Especially since it's legal. How about but, you? Hope do you do any betting? Hope's a big time gambler. He's got his own little. <laughs> he's he's actually the bookie in there in his little uh, little retirement community in Williamson County. <laughs>
13: Is that is that where I am? I, didn't, I was trying to find out where I was. No, I'm <laughs> glad you told me.
2: No, I, we all know you're in a gated community, and you have to have a, a vehicle that's a hundred thousand or more to even be let in. <laughs> well, <laughs> and, that, and that's
13: the very reason you've never been. <laughs> I know. I, I can add up all the
2: cars I own and get that, that close. Yeah. So, how
13: you doing, man? Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas. I, I, Hope. I, 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 hey, Merry Christmas to you guys. And uh, I guess congratulations john or an order for the guy sitting next to you there he's a he's now an official grandfather papa poke how about it hope what do you what do you think is that, is that is that what it's, gonna be yeah, it's
2: papa Gregory? yeah papa like? yeah he's papa i'm papa all right been told well, i was well, told that i had no choice so that's fine <laughs> well two
13: th- two things go along with papa you, you know you, got, you better be a money bag. Student.
2: And an ATM. <laughs> I'm an
13: ATM, yes. Yeah, exactly. And uh, because you got a daughter, a granddaughter there, and they're a whole lot more expensive than those little those uh, boys are, I can tell you that. And they're going to want more. And yeah. they're going to expect more. <laughs> well, the good Correct. news
4: is oh, what does every grandparent say? I get to play with the kids all day, but at the end of the day, I give them back to their parents. <laughs> well, this is true. This is true. This is true.
13: Exactly exactly and and here's the challenge for you Poe. you ready yes try and try and be a much well in your case it may not be true but for for most of us try to be a much better grandfather than you ever were a father
2: oh I think yeah I think this is uh yeah because you went through it the first time a few times you really just playing it you know as it comes
13: right Well, yeah yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. but, but 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 Burton can identify with this my problem was that you know, when you work the late shift for mm-hmm. forty years,
0: mm-hmm. you're never
13: home. You're never home. Yeah, and that's uh, that's just the way it is. But you know what? The family understands that. But you know, so many things that you miss uh, when you're when you're not home with your family. So that's very very important, especially this time of the year. And it will remind you of it too. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> and that means. You owe me, Paul. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, let me ask you, Hope. But that's a how many times do you think you because you would be on it? What? It's six, four, five, six, but six and mm-hmm. ten, mm-hmm. and you have that little window, right? Because you do, you did, you know, before there was Sports Night, right? Right. But how many times did you eat at the Shoney's there on uh, by the station? That was that on James Robertson Parkway, right?
11: James the, Robertson Parkway. The Shoney's you know there.
13: Why? Yeah. And you know, you know why I ate there so much? Two reasons. Number one. Their food was good. Number two, they had a smorgasbord there. And, uh, see, I had a talk show at 8 o'clock. So you get off at uh, at 7, and you got an hour to go find you something to eat and bring it back or go eat something. Uh, John knows this bill. Yep. So uh, it was just I enjoyed going there. I could walk in, walk right up, fill my plate, sit down, not have to order, not have to do anything, eat it, get out of there. I was back at the station by – 20 minutes uh, till seven usually, or eight rather. So that was it. And you know, then I made, I met uh, David Davenport who who bought Sony's from Ray Danner and uh, he and I became good friends. So, uh, and we still are, as a matter of fact, I have dinner with him about once every two months when he comes through, through town. So there are a lot of benefits from, from that. And I'm sorry, when they closed it down, I had to search other places and and try, to, to try to find somewhere to eat, but anyway, it was kind of a problem. Yeah, you but. got
4: you really got to budget your time on on nights that you do sports line, like you said. You get off the air at seven, and you know you yep. got to you got to have a plan because <laughs> I gotta I gotta get to where I gotta get. I gotta get I gotta get my stuff. I gotta eat, and then I gotta get ready to do sports line for me well, 9.
2: And for hope, he would get back at like seven thirty, and his guests would have canceled, and he calls
13: Pogue, <laughs> and, I, and he calls Pogue, and I show up at eight. <laughs> You know, I you know, Pog is still my first call on speed dial and I don't know why that is. <laughs> Cuz you knew I would always say yes. <laughs> hey Hope yeah, uh
4: exactly. Hey Hope all kinds of changes going on at News Channel 5. Obviously uh, Vicky Yates retired earlier this year and then uh, we get news that Tawanda Coleman is going to be leaving us in March and I just absolutely adore her and boy that uh, that was I, that I, was I, tough news to hear when I heard that. I'm I, happy for I, her I, but man
13: I, I adored both of those ladies. Worked with them for, I guess, most of their career. Uh, and uh, Tawanda came there as an intern, almost, as I recall. And she worked her way up. And Vicki came there as a as a young mother with three, uh, three, two twins and a, and a beautiful daughter. And they were all running around the newsroom when when you know late in the afternoon sometimes. So we were we were a family there, and we saw a lot of our children and grandchildren grow up. But, you know, they're going to love retirement, and I wish them nothing but the best. They both deserve it. I know that that Vicky is probably out there in the Netherlands somewhere. Oh, Hope, you
4: know this. Vicky is living her best life. The last time I, I corresponded with her, she said, well, listen, I'm on a Caribbean cruise right now. I'll text you when I
13: get back. I'm like, wow. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah, killing it, it, man, in retirement. <laughs> you, you're not right. And it's not huh. So I asked her one time, I said, well, where are you going to live? Because she's got grandkids in, in Texas. And mm-hmm. here, she says, well, she says, I was going to move to Texas until I went to Texas. <laughs> <laughs> I can just picture her saying that, too, by the way. <laughs> until I went to Texas. Until <laughs> I went to Texas. <laughs> so nothing there, she says. I said, well, you better just stay right where you are and just get on that airplane and, and visit whenever you can. So, may be you, one of these days, when my granddaughter... Gets uh, bigger and moves off somewhere. You may have to travel.
2: I will. I will. Yeah. Uh, the uh,
13: what do you hope, uh, What
2: is your day like? Because you know, I know it's a full time job being Hope Hines. Okay. <laughs> I mean, my, you, you need my, to have an assistant just to help you be you. All
13: right. Let me let me give you the short version. My day is whatever I want it.
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> That's what my dad said when he retired. I go, what you what are you doing today, Dad? Whatever I want to do.
13: <laughs> good for you you earned it. well I've enjoyed it that's for sure but uh, yeah you know I'm, I'm, I'm. by the way I'm, I'm, I'm oh listen that book that I've been writing for so long yep it's written
2: oh very cool
13: congratulations and but now but, but now I'm going back and I am uh, uh, revising it somewhat and it'll be ready for a publisher somewhere before uh, middle part of the year, next year.
4: Well, that's exciting, man. That's awesome. So you've been yep, working on yep. this
2: for a while,
13: haven't you? I have, I have. Well, I wrote it, I wrote it, uh, and then I put it aside, and then uh, it kind of re- resurrected itself uh, about four or five months ago. Can you uh, tell somebody, Can you tell the people somebody, the premise?
2: You can tell the premise, right?
13: Yeah, well, it's, it's, it's partly my story of my life growing up, and it's called A Man and a Boy. And it's about uh, it's about growing up in the '50s in a small town in South Georgia uh, with a black man is my mentor. Mm. And uh, so there are a lot of things that we do in that book, and a lot of things a lot of things that are true, and some are not so true. So, <laughs> it's, 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 well, but 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 when you write it based on your life, it, everything doesn't have to be true. You know, it's a fiction too. So. Uh, but I embellish on a lot of things. But it's uh, you know what? It's a it's a it's a kind of driving Miss Daisy a re- relational book. Hmm. You remember the movie? Yeah, sure. absolutely. Daisy. Yeah. And uh, so, so are that's
2: you that's Morgan been... Freeman? What? Uh, are you no, the lady sitting in the back? <laughs>
13: uh, I can I, if I have to. I can be either one. <laughs> 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 yeah, but no. So anyway, that's. Uh, and so I'm spending time doing that and I'm excited about it. Uh once again I have some people interested in it and uh so that's that's kinda where that is right there. So the, the other things, you know, just uh, life happens. We all have to do what we what we do, except, you know, my wife died five years ago and, and boy when you when you live by yourself you have to learn to live by yourself. John I know you live by yourself so you've been there in it a while, but, Yeah. uh it's different when you were married forty five years. Right. And, and then you don't have that, that partner by your side. So you have to do everything. You have to do the wash. You have to do the laundry. You have to do take it out. Well, I did take out the garbage, but uh, <laughs> there the, are the things you just have to learn how to do. And, you know, it, it's, it's kind of fun, and sometimes it's not kind of fun. <laughs> exactly. And in, in anyway, in, in anyway you, you get new skills. I, 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 I recommend that to everybody. Learn those things while you can because you never know. Yeah. What, uh, what life's going to deal. So anyway, not to make this a downer, but so, folks to answer your question, I am absolutely doing whatever I want to do. bit. That's, that's a great way. Yep. Hey, yes,
4: sir. Hope, what's your what's your 30,000-foot view of the Titans this year? You know, this is kind of uncharted territory because <laughs> hey, this is the first hey, time John, in...
13: Yes. John, John, I don't need 30,000. Well, I mean, you know,
14: hey, I give you my 10 foot answer. Absolutely. I mean, this is, you know,
13: because this
4: is for the first time since Vrabel's been here, you know, the Titans have been eliminated with, you know, a a handful of games to go. You know, we've always been in it or they've always been in it up until the last day of the regular season, except for this year, you know, five and nine right now, three games to go. Just what are your overall thoughts of what do you think kind of went wrong for the team this year?
13: Well, I don't know. I was uh, I was enjoying watching Vrabel turn into a, a, a pretty good uh, NFL coach for the first time, and then all of a sudden, he just fell off the table. And uh, that wasn't him by himself. But uh, I don't know that Vrabel's got the right coaching staff around him. And uh, but, but here again, I'm not covering the team, so I'm speaking as an outsider, just making observations. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I I, I do know that when you become a head coach it's, it's even more a first-time head coach it's even more important that you hire the right staff uh, because you know they're the ones going to be doing the coaching uh, and if you don't pick the right guys in the right positions and this call all, all fall on your soldiers and you're and it's you know it's a work in progress so anyway that to be said uh, I think he's, uh, he's he's done some some things that are really really good and some things that are not probably so good maybe he's a hiring staff is one of them so I might Make some changes at the end of the year. Uh, offensive line is is not even as good as Vanderbilt's. So I don't know who. I don't even know who would. You know, maybe they need to get a scrimmage game together and see what they. They sell a lot of tickets on that see which one would come out a winner. They both, uh, you know, are in the, are in the models. See, of the the,
9: the, totally you, you're, you're
2: retired, you're being hoped. No need to take any more shots at anybody, okay?
13: <laughs> but, you know, and then, and then they make some trades that are yeah. that are questionable and uh, they don't do anything, uh, you know, to, to help themselves when they, when they can. So, I don't know, and, and I'll tell you this, you talk about who's on the hot seat, I think Susie may be on the hot seat, but, to take it away from them—that's for sure. Right. But she's she's got some decisions to make, and I don't understand the relationship between Vrabel and the new uh, GM. I don't know how that new, works. Yeah, I asked. You know what?
4: Hope I asked. It, it what, I, asked uh, I asked both guys during the off season. They both were like, "Well, you know, we'll we'll cross that bridge when we come to it," because it a lot of that no. doesn't make
13: sense to me. You know? No, no. I don't. I I think it was a bad call on her part. I mean, you you need to. Your GM needs to be your GM. Your head coach needs to be your head coach. Yes, they have to collaborate. Yes, they need to agree on most things. But I can promise you that, you know, uh, when the Titans went to the Super Bowl, at, uh, uh, you know, Floyd Reese and and, uh, and Fisher didn't agree on everything. But you know what? It was a business deal, and they got it done. And, and uh, you know, they had the right players and the right coaches where they needed to for a number of years. But I don't know, I, I, so I don't know. You, you you would know more about that than I do, actually. So uh, you know, the Titans are the best I can say about them is they're they're in a
2: mess. <laughs> Hope this coming year uh, will be the fiftieth anniversary of the Rumble in the Jungle. George Foreman, Muhammad Ali, one of the most iconic fights of all time, and you were there in Africa. It's now the uh, the, the Republic of the Congo. Uh, Congo, rather, but fifty years. Hope and you were there.
13: Oh wow! I can't remember back that far. Poe. <laughs> oh, <man>. goodness! <laughs> great. Yeah, I don't remember believe that?
2: that for a minute.
13: Oh my goodness! Well, that was a long time ago. You're right. I think you know what. I'll tell you what. People, for whatever reason, that that story comes up not frequently, but enough during the the year that I enjoy uh, talking with people about it because a lot of people, I guess, at this point, know that I did that. And they want to know, just like you asked me, what, what what was it like? And it's like, man, it was like a dream. Because because there you are covering the most famous human being in the world. I mean, not the most famous person in sports or politics or entertainment, <laughs> the most famous person in the entire world. That man could go anywhere and be mobbed. It doesn't matter what country it was in. Everybody knew Muhammad Ali. So what a thrill it was. You know, for me to be able to do that, and I didn't know what I was doing. Oh, my goodness gracious. It was like, you know, you just threw me into a, into a situation there that I just kind of had to figure it out on the fly. And because uh, so, when I was over there, there, there were very few TV cameras over there at that point in time. Uh, because TV wasn't that I mean, big back in 1974. Not like it is today, that's for sure. The media was totally different. Uh, there were only a few writers there. Uh, in in the beginning when I first got there, and there was a week. That went on and we got closer to the fight, and it got more and more and more. But still, it wasn't. But look, that's a long way for a lot of people to go, uh, to cover something. And it was a very but the the story is just as interesting as to how I got there. We don't need to go in that. But as, as to how that whole thing came apart, uh, came about with me being involved in, in Channel Five. As the fight itself, I mean, it was a miracle that it ever happened, but it did, and uh, you know, the Lord just blessed me, and and I was able to go and, and and have a great lifetime story to tell a lot of people. And people, all you know, people like me and you, pog and you, John, you've had people say, "Well, who, who's the most famous person you ever interviewed, or who's the most, who's the biggest uh, personality you ever talked to?" Well, with me, it's a slam dunk. Yeah, nobody nobody lines up even close to Muhammad Ali. And more, when you tell people that, that's something, oh, man, but you, there? yeah, yeah, it was a, it was a, worth treat it was. So, yeah, uh, yeah thanks for reminding me, folks. You could have just said the rumble in the jungle, you could have left off the 50 years. 50
2: years, though. <laughs> so it was, by the way, I'm reading the, the, at the time, uh it was the world's most watched live television broadcast ever. Mm. Uh 50 yeah, million yeah. on pay-per-view. It made, a, it grossed 100 million. You inflate that to today six hundred million for that one
0: fight.
13: Oh, yep, yep. Geez. hey, you ready to do some pick and hope? Yeah, man, I've been. Yeah, I'm waiting on you. All right, <laughs> <laughs> Paul Olsen, Paul
2: Olsen, yeah, Tim Leaper Roofing. Hey, uh, what's up, Paul? Hey, buddy. Hi, Paul. Hey, guys. Merry Christmas.
4: Merry hey, Christmas to you and yours.
2: Say hello Merry to Hope Pines, a true legend in our city.
13: I hope you are a legend, man. It's an honor to be on the phone with you. Well, it's my honor to be on the phone with you, Paul. So how about
0: that?
13: <laughs> <laughs> See, you're you're an actual
10: legend, and I'm what well, they say I'm a legend in my own mind. Yeah, or or yeah. in the
2: making. No, legend in the
10: <laughs> making. Yes. There you go. Yes. You're Thanks, still working. On it. Yeah.
13: Uh, appreciate that, well, you're very kind, my friend. I, I appreciate that very much. All right,
2: Patton, get us caught up.
5: Last week's guest was Kevin Ingram and uh, Philip Fulmer and a couple other individuals. But uh, (laughs) Kevin Ingram, yeah. yeah. Uh, First game Titans and the Texans. Texans were two and a half uh, point uh, underdogs in that one. They won that one outright. Uh, Only person to pick Houston, Greg Pogue. Um, Cowboys and the Buffalo Bills. Bills were two point favorites at home, Cowboys were underdogs. Uh, deservedly so. Uh, They got uh, destroyed in that one. Bills won big. only person to pick Buffalo, the former Buffalo employee, John Burton. Damn right. Um, Ravens and the Jaguars. Jaguars were three-point underdogs in that one. They did not look right from the beginning. Everybody picked the Ravens except uh, John and Kevin Ingram. And then finally, Western Kentucky and Old Dominion in the bowl game. Two-and-a-half-point underdogs were what the Hilltoppers were, and they We're in trouble right until the very end, but they won and covered. Everybody picked the Hilltoppers. So, as things stand, our guests still at the top, 35 and 30 overall this year. John Burton firmly in second at 33 and 32. Greg, you've leapfrogged Paul right now at 30 and 35 in third place, and then Paul all the way down at 29 and 36.
0: Hmm.
5: Hey,
2: Paul. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I got you
14: guys right where I want you. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I got you where I want you in my rear view mirror. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's, uh, let's do these. All right. The Titans are at home Sunday. Seahawks are two and a half point favorites. Uh, all right, hope you go first.
13: Will anybody be there to see it?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I will be,
4: but I'm, yeah. but, but I'm getting paid to be there. Hope otherwise. Yeah. Eh. yeah <laughs> I know
13: it. I know it. Well, you know, Drew Locke, uh, second start. He beat the NFC champions last week. Uh, uh, certainly, I got to go with uh, with Seattle. Uh, I mean, anything can happen in any NFL game. I understand that, but uh, the Titans just don't have enough of anything. Sorry,
14: Paul. I, I, this
13: week, who cares? So I'm picking
10: the Titans. It's like <laughs> you know, Christmas magic. I heard Hope besmirching our coach, and it, I get it, and it's tough, and the O line, and they got DJ Metcalf, but
13: I don't care. I'm going with the Titans. Well, you should. Yeah, you're 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 a fan. You need to yeah, do that exactly. JB,
4: yeah. Uh give me the sea bags. Yeah. This quarterback situation and- Well
2: Geno Smith, they say he's probably gonna play. Oh,
4: well then yeah. definitely give me the C bag. They said just-
2: did I hear that right, Patton? That, that Carol Pete Carroll came out and said that he thinks he'll play. I haven't
5: seen it, but I mean he was very close to the starting yeah. Yeah.
4: last high. Yeah. So I'd say uh, and with all ready. due respect, I just don't know how motivated this
2: Titans team well, is gonna be. That makes Paul yeah. the lone wolf. Arr! Give me give me Seattle. Well, you know,
13: you know what, guys. One more point here: if I'm if I'm bravel, the smartest move he may make before the game happens, and that is you leave Will on the bench.
0: Mm.
2: Yeah,
13: Dolphins yeah. one and a half point
2: favorite over the Cowboys. Hope.
13: Ah uh, man, what a what a what a what a great game! Mm. Uh, and both are high powered offenses: uh, Tua versus Dak. Doesn't get much better than that. I, I'm just a Cowboys fan. Uh, so <laughs> there you I'm, go. I'm gonna I'm I'm let my fan override my ability to uh, be uh, by, uh, non-biased. Here. I go with the Cowboys. Paul. Both, both ten and four. Ten and yep. four. Two. two yeah. four teams.
4: Looking forward to that game. I really am.
10: Paul. Yeah, I hope it. I hope it's a great game. I'm. I'm. I've got the Dolphins.
4: All right. I'm going to go the opposite of Hope because, as a Giants fan, I mortally hate sports, hate the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> so I'm picking the Dolphins.
2: <laughs> I'm going to go with Hope. I think the Cowboys will win this straight up. Uh, yep, yep, yep. 49ers, there's some good games, man. 49ers, yeah. five and a half over the Ravens. Hope?
13: Yeah, 49ers are, are my team. I like them. The problem they got is they got they've got to travel all the way across the country on a short week. Isn't it a short week? Yeah. Um, sure but they're not going
2: week. by conestoga
0: wagon. <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so
13: I'm picking uh I'm picking the Niners. Uh I just think they're they're a better team. Paul? I love Purdy, but I think
10: that the Ravens are gonna I think the Ravens are gonna win.
2: Yeah. JB. It's in Baltimore? No, it's in San Francisco. Ooh. It's the other way around, isn't it? It's in San Francisco. So, it's the Ravens that are trapped. No, oh, is so it in Baltimore? It's in Baltimore. Thank you very much. It's in Baltimore. Uh, it's in Baltimore. Yeah. It's in Baltimore. Oh, it's in Baltimore. Baltimore. Okay. Yeah, hey, you question, give me
13: oh, question. you're
2: questioning what I said. Why I no. it's, really. It will never, <laughs> ever happen again. What's the line? Five and a half.
4: And the 49ers are favored? Yep. Oh, give me the Ravens at home.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I got to take the points at home, too. So... Did everybody go Ravens? No, who Paul the Lone Wolf again? Uh, no, I, I for tonight. No, no, no I, no, I got,
10: I've got
2: the Ravens. All right, so hope. So is, hope is the uh, yeah, Lone Wolf. And then I, and there's a quiz on the text, right? <laughs> South Alabama minus seventeen versus Eastern Michigan. It's something called the sixty-eight Ventures Bowl in Mobile, Alabama. This is what I Thank sent to everybody. Other that, than, right? Okay, other than me, sh- Paul. Other than me, only one other person on the panel knows why we're picking this last bowl game. So, and Paul just blurted it out.
4: I didn't I you know what? I didn't hear it. So, Yeah,
2: okay. No, the reason we're picking this because Paul is from Mobile. Oh, okay. Right, you got it. Did wow, you Paul, wow. Paul you <laughs> got wow. it when I and said, it. Yeah.
15: Yeah, even hey, better, wanna, I, wanna... I am actually an alumni of mm-hmm. the University of South Alabama. Yeah, the Jaguars. Uh, okay.
2: So in okay. honor of Paul, we're picking his alma mater, South
13: Alabama, playing in his hometown of Mobile. Oh, okay. Yeah, some, people might be, some people might be interested to know that South Alabama is seeking their very first ever bowl win. Come on, Hope. Talk to me. <laughs> well, if
4: that's the case, give me South Alabama all My. day. All right, well, well the, the that, spread
13: that, is that... seventeen. Yeah, I know. South Alabama's three and yeah. zero and, and, uh, and zero and three in
2: bowl games. So. All right, there you go. So you're taking South Alabama, hope.
13: Uh yes, sir.
2: All right, all right, Paul. We'll just skip right down South Alabama. For, <laughs> <laughs> I'm picking. In honor boy. of my friend no. Paul, I am picking South <laughs> the, Alabama. The South Alabama, Greg. There you go, Atta a boy. And uh, JB, South Alabama. Oh, No, 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 no. I I haven't even given my pick yet. Oh, yeah, it's you.
4: I already told you I was taking South Alabama. Well, that doesn't make
2: you the lone wolf because everybody else has
4: picked South Alabama. Okay, well, all right. I'll say it officially. Put me down for South Alabama. There will
2: be no lone wolf because I'm not picking against Mobile. I love it down there. It's a great city. I I I mean, you know, Paul's from there. I mean, come on. Go hang out on the battleship and and eat at Felix's, right?
13: Oh, man. Oh, really
2: your little fire. <laughs> Paul, hey, Merry Christmas. Tell Tim we said hello. Merry Christmas to everybody at Tim Leeper Woofing. 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 Woofing.
4: Uh, roof. <laughs> Before I met Tim Leeper, I didn't know I needed a woof over Ooh, my head. There home. you go.
2: Bye. Oh, <laughs> All, right. All right. See you, Paul. Hey, see you, Paul. Christmas, Merry fella. Christmas, man. Merry Christmas, Paul. Hey, see you, Paul. Hope. Oh, thanks, man. Merry Christmas to you and the family.
13: Hey, I pick every one of you guys to have a merry, merry Christmas and a not so jubilant New Year. How yes,
4: well, and Hope, I just want to say thank you for all the years of support. I mean, you know, being at News Channel 5 and doing sports, is uh, it, it carries a lot with it, and that's mainly because of you and your legacy. But uh, it's great to, to know that uh, you're in my corner and I have your support, and I just want you to know I really appreciate it, man.
13: Hey, every day and every way, my friend.
2: Hey, Hanks, hey, hey, thanks for nothing, Hope. <laughs>
13: hey, I, oh, oh, now that I don't have a talk show, you don't. You yeah, now now that you're you not on TV you. anymore, you're just retired. <laughs> Doing whatever you want to do when you want to do I'm, it. All right. I'm just another face in the crowd. By yeah. the way, it goes without
4: saying, but when it comes time for book promotion time, uh would love to have you on, uh, obviously, Sunday Sports Central and/or and or Sports Line, Sportsline. Amen. I, yeah. Thank you. I'll be there. All right.
2: Sounds there. good. All right. See you, Hope. Thanks, Hope. Thank you, guys. All right. Uh, pick it with the pickers. Hope Hines. that doesn't get any better oh, than that, that fine man. Uh, was very instrumental when I came to town. Mm-hmm. He was already established and really took me under wing, and we collaborated on a lot of different things. All right. We'll take a break. Uh, hey, we're wide open. Top of the hour, six one five eight four four fifty six hundred.
7: Sweat it out. Watch your entry update in real time. And continue the fun by making picks on second half and fourth quarter stats. Take your game day experience to the next level with Picks. And right now, you go to prizepickscom primetime and use code primetime. PrizePix is matching your first deposit up to $100. That's prizepickscom primetime with code primetime for a 100% deposit match. PrizePix, daily fantasy sports made easy. Must be present in certain states. Visit prizepix.com for more details. Oh, oh, uh, open that one. It's from me. Holiday Instant Games from the Tennessee Lottery.
16: Best gift ever! Wait, these tickets are already scratched.
7: Yeah, <laughs> it was me. I was just so excited. But look, we won!
1: Tis the season for epic cash prizes. This year, give the most winning gift of all Holiday Instant Games from the Tennessee Lottery. Oh, what game changing fun! Let's play responsibly
11: grind into the new year. Catch Ja, Jaron, Dez, and your Memphis Grizzlies as they take on the Sacramento Kings on Sunday, December 31 at 7pm. Get ready to celebrate a new year and secure your tickets for the Grizzlies New Year's Eve game by visiting grizzlies.com. Give the gift of Grizz this holiday season with a six-game holiday pack. The best prices on the season's best matchups, including the Lakers, Clippers, and more. Holiday packs start at just $30 per game. Visit grizzlies.com packs for more information.
2: The Mannheim Steamroller,
4: the Trans Siberian Orchestra.
2: I've seen them uh, at at Bridgestone. They, yeah, they're you awesome. You talk about a show. They're awesome. Trans Siberian yeah, Orchestra. Lights
4: and the, yeah, oh yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. It's a show. It is a show. We got a really tight break, and I'm gonna have to get out of here. I got to go do a TSU women's TV game at noon. All right. Well, then uh, let's get Jack before I do. All right. Uh, Hi, Jack. Yeah. Hey, Jack.
14: Just want to tell you guys Merry Christmas and how much I've enjoyed listening to you. Thank you. Greg, when I, when I first came to town, Bill King was still on with Bob Bell in the wood-paneled study following Les Jameson.
0: Mm-mm-mm. And I
14: remember following you around from station to station, although not near as much as George bounced around. And then when Hope retired, I wondered, who on earth are they going to get to follow that? And, JB, you and Steve have more than filled the bill. And I gotta give you style points because you're not buying your clothes the same place Steve does.
4: <laughs> yeah, we have we have a little bit different fashioned uh taste, but he pulls it off, man. He's got some he's got he's got where does threats. he
14: buy those? I
4: don't know. I've you know I've Online, never asked mine, I guess. Right? I never I never asked him, but uh yeah, <sighs> he's uh yeah, he's got he's he's he makes it happen, man. I I will give him that.
14: I mean is there is there a bad sportscaster wardrobe dot com somewhere? <laughs>
2: I guarantee you his yeah. costs more than John's probably, right? Doesn't it, you understand? These days, yeah. yeah. Now, yeah.
4: back in the day, I was I was putting down some, especially like when I was working in Pittsburgh and we switched to HD, I was putting down some money for some threads because I wanted I wanted everything to pop in HD. Now it's just like, you know, that's the last thing I do as I'm leaving uh, for work is trying to pick, pick out what I'm going to wear on air. But uh, I still try to make it look good, you know.
14: Appreciate it, man. Well, well, I just want to call and tell much I enjoy you and appreciate you. Merry Christmas to you. And congratulations, Pappy Pogue. Papa. Papa. (laughs) Hey, thank you. Thanks, Jack. Merry Christmas, man.
4: Appreciate Appreciate you calling. and Thanks for listening. Yeah,
2: let's get Spence before the break. Uh,
14: Spence, good morning. Spencey. Merry Christmas, gentlemen.
2: Back
4: at you. Merry
14: Christmas, Papa. Thank you. Hey, take a picture of that new little baby every oh. day, every day till next year, and then lay them out and look at it.
2: That's yeah. already amazing. Just she's going. As a matter of fact, just got a. She's going home right now. Just got a a, a photo of her in her car seat. Nice. So, Get yeah. one
13: every day. Try it. You'll be surprised. Just want to say, hey, enjoy y'all enjoying your show. I'm going to either
0: smoke you something or bake you something after the first week. Hey, listen. Bro, yes.
2: Whatever
4: you want, you oh, bring it on in. You, I'll eat it. I you, promise
2: you. you. Those wings, you knocked it out of the <laughs> oh, park. Oh, my God.
4: Those wings were phenomenal. <laughs> guess, man, it, the, it
14: may be low-fat, whatever I bring. Trust me. Eat enough of it, and you'll get some low-fat. Ah, don't worry. I'll, bur- I'll burn it off. Thanks.
4: Thanks, Spencey. <laughs> this time of year, eat what you want, man. You know, Burn it off. And by the way, if you're looking to get in shape, uh, I'm a certified personal trainer. I'd love to help you out. Visit my website. There you go. JustBelieveFitness32.com.
2: So you're hoping everybody gets out of shape. That way you can put them back in. Oh,
4: I wouldn't say that. (laughs) You would. I wouldn't.
2: uh... (laughs) Well, hey, guys. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Christmas, Poggy. We're... like family. Yep. We know that we fight like family mm-hmm. and we hug up family. And it's one of those, if you want to fight one of us, you got to fight one of us.
4: That's right. Right. I don't, all, you
2: got to fight all of us.
4: Greg, yeah. I don't always like you, but I always love you. Yeah. Well, <laughs>
2: <laughs> Wish I could say the same. <laughs> all right. No, Merry now, Christmas I got, I got to you and your family. Run, and, and thank um, you. And thanks congr- for the outpouring from everybody. Absolutely, it's a man. a wonderful time. Enjoy it. And, well, selfishly, and I'll, I'll talk about it a little next week, but what a year, what a yeah. year for, I mean,
4: You've you know, had a hell of a year, bogey.
2: Being a grandfather for the first time, the the Sports Hall of Fame was mm-hmm. you know in a career, uh, you know setter and and now being a partner in the ownership group of the Nashville. <laughs> That's Cats. So cool, bro! What the hell is that? You You've had a hell of a year, yeah. brother. So uh, anyway, well, here's the 2020. We got, we'll, we'll talk about that next. Yep. week. Merry Christmas to everybody. Uh, if you want to watch me, I'm doing ESPN Plus <laughs> TV in about an hour and 20 minutes. Uh, all right, see you guys. Be well, buddy. All right. Be well. Everybody, thank you. Love you, everybody. Thank you. Uh we act like we don't sometimes, but we really appreciate everybody. <laughs> we All, right. Really do. All, right. All right, Merry Christmas, everybody.
12: This project is funded by the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services.
11: In Tennessee, 967,430 people struggle with hunger and 295,570 of them are children. That's one in seven who struggle with hunger, In the community, God has blessed our mission to be a healthy food source to those in need so much. By Faith Farm had to create a nonprofit to continue meeting the need in the community on a larger scale. Visit ByFaithFarm.com to get involved. That's ByFaithFarm.com.
12: Michael Fabiano here. And if you want even more excitement on game day, it's time to get on prize picks. The best way to win big on fantasy sports. Here's how it works. Just pick two to six players and choose more or less on their stats. If you get them right, you can win up to 25 times your cash. It's quick and easy to make your picks. And with fast and safe deposits and withdrawals, PrizePix is the place to play this season. PrizePix has awesome weekly promotions, and they're the only daily fantasy platform with an injury insurance policy, keeping you in the game even if one of your players goes down. Watch your entry update in real time and continue the fun by making picks on second half and fourth quarter stats. And right now, when you go to prizepicks.com primetime and use code primetime, prizepicks is matching your first deposit up to $100. That's prizepicks.com primetime with code primetime for a 100% deposit match. Prizepicks, daily fantasy sports made easy, must be present in certain states. Visit prizepicks.com for details.
11: The Locksmith Company, our full-service locksmithing expert, is asking listeners to please donate a toy to Toys for Tots this holiday season. You could make a difference in the life of a child. This message is brought to you by The Locksmith Company, a proud veteran employer. For all your residential, commercial, or automotive locksmithing needs, call today for a free estimate or 24-7 emergency service at 931-801-5427. 931-801-5427. And also visit the LSCO.com. The Locksmith Company is looking
16: forward to seeing you. It's the 68 Ventures Bowl on Gridiron Radio and we're in Mobile for a battle between the South Alabama Jaguars and the Eastern Michigan Eagles. The Jags are ranked in the top 50 on both sides of the ball. The Eagles are a defensive focused squad that can fly downfield for the score. The 68 Ventures Bowl, South Alabama and Eastern Michigan this Saturday on the
7: Gridiron Radio Network. Pre-game coverage begins at 530 exclusively on WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio
4: happy holidays everybody greg Pope, john burton show john burton pat cook inside the strike spare family's fun center studio still time to get a phone call in want to wish everybody a very Merry Christmas. 615-844-5600 is the number to call. Pat and I enjoying NBA wins for our squads last night. Your, your Cavaliers are 3-0 and without uh, DG and uh, Ev Mobley, bro. Yeah, who needs uh, those two <laughs> uh, when you
5: have Sam Merrill pouring in 3-4. Sam Merrill was balling, bro. Sure was. Had a little bit of the uh, Kyle corver factor last night just coming off screens. But, yep, two uh, nice wins. So, here we go.
4: Yeah, my knickerbockers with a win in Brooklyn last night over the Nets. I always love that because, uh, you know, what few Nets fans there are in New York City, they can be a little, I don't even want to use the word, on the air. And uh, so, <laughs> it's, it's nice seeing them get humbled. So, I've, uh, apparently, when we made our picks, did we have the location of the Ravens 49ers game uh, mistaken. I guess Eric called up yes. in a rage and said, the game's in San Francisco. Yes. Well, guess what, Eric? It's not in San Francisco. It's in Santa Clara, California, 40 miles, what, south? Yes. So there you go. We were all wrong.
5: It did make <clears throat> a little more sense with the And I'm line... still
4: taking the Ravens to cover. There you go. Okay. 49ers will win by a field goal. How about that? What were you gonna say? I'm sorry. I was
5: gonna say just the the line being what it was, it made a little bit more sense that it was in yeah. San Francisco. Yeah. So but we got. The, it. I mean, who lets facts get in the way of a good story? By the
4: way, when I covered the Steelers, we used to make the trip every year to Baltimore. I loved that stadium. I loved covering Steelers Ravens games in Baltimore. The sea of purple, that M&T Bank Stadium. I don't know. I don't know if it's still called that now that was as close to a college stadium mm. that you could find in the NFL i apps the crowds right on top of you and there's so much hate and vitriol between the ravens and the <laughs> steelers you know going back you know to the to the early 2000s and you know all the hard hits and stuff like that man it that is probably i got a lot i love arrowhead stadium i've covered a bunch of games there i love the stadium in houston um, NRG Stadium or whatever it is, that's that's a fun place to be. Jacksonville's cool just because it's, you know, North Florida. But uh, I love M&T Bank Stadium. I really do. I
5: right. got good memories of that stadium. Uh, the uh, underdog Titans coming yep. in and spoiling the party. Mm-hmm. What ended up being the uh, AFC Championship run, which I thought was the Super
4: Bowl run. Yeah, man. I mean, that was, I mean... I remember Derek ran wild in that game, and yeah, they. <laughs> Khalif uh, t- Raymond. Yeah, the uh, the Ravens had, they, they were on like a twelve game winning streak, something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, man, Titans went in there and just I remember Jarrell Casey had a big game, and you know the defense caused turnovers, and um, Tannehill hit that big pass to Khalif Raymond, and you know they just they they figured out what to do with Lamar Jackson, and I, uh, yeah, I remember after that game I was like, well, damn. <laughs> Titans are going to the Super Bowl. How about that? Wanna get a call in before our last break? Go ahead. Keep spin that DJ.
0: Dana Day, never gonna let you fade away, away
15: What's up, Dane? Man, the best the best buffer in all of I love, right there. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, and you were the one that came up with it, man. That's cool. But uh I again great, congratulations.
4: Oh, uh, Greg, Greg has actually left the building. He's got to go oh, call he's, a, a he's women's basketball my car game.
15: A second, so I missed him. Yeah, he's well, in the car okay. listening right now. I'm sure, I'm sure anyway, he's <laughs> – Anyway, congratulations to him again. Yeah, Papa Poke. I Pogue. just want to say, and I, probably, I think I've said this before on the, on the station here, Hope Hines was the first TV celebrity type guy that I ever met in my life. And I met him at the 1973 – Outdoor show at the municipal auditorium he was an m c and something there, Wow, and I shook his hand. My dad was still living then, and we used to go to the outdoor show every year for a handful of years But anyway, I was in seventy three let's see let me do the math. I was eleven years old, mm. and I can remember shaking his hand, and then we walked away and my d- dad was grinning at me he goes up he goes, boy, I bet you're not going to wash your hands for a week <laughs> <laughs> and I ne- I never forgot him saying that to me. You know? Well, Hope's a legend but, uh, and I you think know, it was it was kind of a thrill to me because he was the first TV guy I ever met, you know.
4: Yeah. I think about people like Hope and uh Vicky Yates that people just have that magnetic presence about them. You don't see that a lot in TV news. We have a lot of people at News Channel 5 now, Bree and Carrie and Rory of course are all fantastic people and great at what they do, but uh yeah, Hope just Hope People like Hope and Vicky, they just you know they're in the room even if your back's turned.
15: Well, John, you you know I think Bree's too sweet for the Kool-Aid, man. <laughs> but but uh, uh Yeah, she's all right. But, but anyway, uh my parents always watched Channel 5 going all the way back, you know, uh from the 60s. And mm-hmm. uh, they watched Channel 5 and my uh, apparently my wife's family watched Channel 5 too. So we watched Channel 5.
4: We'll appreciate uh, it, buddy. You
15: know, now I've, I've known some, I've known some people over at the other, st- uh, other stations. Yeah, you know, uh, and they all and do a good
4: job. And they're all good people, man.
15: And all this, and, you know, you know Rudy and all this. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, I just I watch Channel Five because my parents watch Channel Five, and that's that, that's the way we've always watched Channel Five, man. That's just the
2: way it was.
4: Appreciate you it, Dave. Know? Merry Christmas. Got to well, run. All right, love yeah, you, man. Yeah, y'all, man. Same all right, y'all. alright we'll take one more break. Come back and wrap it up.
2: Trusted for creative design and committed to both the function and aesthetics of your smile, Jody Jones Dentistry for 26 years has provided a wide range of general and cosmetic dentistry services along Nashville's Music Row and coming soon to Hermitage in Murfreesboro. The national leader for cosmetic dentistry provides a unique luxury environment for patients who want his famous Hollywood smile. Just ask the country music stars, actors, athletes. Yeah, he was eight years the dentist for the Predators to display his celebrity smile. To learn more, visit JodyJonesDDS.com or call 615-259-5100.
6: Tease the season
8: at Edwin Watts Golf Shops by Worldwide Golf for holiday specials this year. Featuring the Callaway Paradigm Woods, forged carbon for unparalleled distance and forgiveness. Now up to $100 off and from Bushnell. The new Tour V6 Series Laser Rangefinders provide you the most accurate distances in golf. There's always gift cards in any amount for the special golfer you're shopping for. Edwin Watts Golf Shops is home with a 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Shop us in store or online at WorldwideGolf.com.
4: Eighty-eight, lock the gate. Adios. Play the kazoo or whatever it is Pokey says to close out the show. Our final show before the Christmas holiday. No show tomorrow. We'll be back on Tuesday. Uh, Wishing everybody a Merry Christmas. Have a great half. Uh, a very have. A, let me try that again. Have a very fun and safe holiday weekend. Before we get out of here, let's check in with Eric in Columbia. Eric, your Wolverines better beat Alabama. I do not want to see them win another championship. Tell me they're going to yes, win.
10: Sir. Uh, Wolverines
15: are going to win it, man. I'm I'm all for it. They're gonna they're gonna do it. I have a feeling they're going to do
4: it. Just uh, beat Alabama. I don't care what you do after that. Just yeah, beat Alabama.
15: Exactly. <laughs> Love. But I, I wanted to hop on here, too, uh, Johnny, and, and wish you a Merry Christmas and everything. Congratulations to Papa Pogue, and Merry Christmas to Patton, and the whole WNSR family. Thanks, bro. Uh, I tell my mom and dad, they watch Channel 5 all the time, and I tell my mom and dad, I talk to that guy on a regular right there, Johnny Burton <laughs> right there. Yeah.
4: Well, we appreciate uh, your support as always, Eric. We really do.
15: Yeah. yeah, man. So, yeah, I'll talk to you guys next week sometime, I guess. All right. <laughs> Sounds
4: good, man. Go blue.
15: All right. Yes.
4: yes, sir. Go blue. <laughs> All right. Eric in Columbia. Uh, he's become a loyal listener mm-hmm. uh, over the years. It's been a hell of a year, Pen.
5: That it has. Uh, exciting times ahead. It's been a, a good year for me personally. Oh, Looking man. You to the killed it ahead. this year. Yeah. bought uh, a
4: house. Got engaged to a wonderful girl. You're killing it. A little less money than when
5: I started, uh, but uh, it's all
4: worth it. Yeah, but you know what? You're sitting on a nice investment. In about 25 years, you're going to cash out or or maybe longer. Who knows? What do you got going on today?
5: Not much for me today. Got to uh, embrace uh, everybody else probably in Nashville. Mm -hmm. Some last-minute shopping. I'm headed to the dreaded Opry Mills. Oh, good Um, luck with that. We'll we'll see how it goes. Pack your
4: patience. Yes, if if I'm back here
5: on Tuesday, you'll know I made it out alive.
4: Well, so. I just want to wish you and your family a very merry Christmas. It has been a great year for for you Patton and uh we're lucky to have you here and um it's been great man. So I appreciate all the it. best too, to you, John. Have a good one. Brother, I appreciate it, man. I'm just, you know, I'm out here doing the best I can. Yep. Uh, The McFarland's, where are they going to be today? They're going to be out in uh, where? Birdie Bros? Yes, Birdie Bros in Hermitage. Uh, Hendersonville. Hendersonville, excuse me. Broadcasting two to four. Hey, please bring hats, coats, gloves, anything you can do to help our less fortunate uh, this winter. And uh, say hi to Darren and Justin. They welcome your phone calls, and they mean it. All right, we're out of here. We'll see you Tuesday. Merry Christmas, everybody. Enjoy the holiday. Jim Rome is next.